The following program is brought to you by the Western Cape Government. Better together. Better together. That is, of course, uh, also with uh, Professor Kala sitting right here with me this evening. Prof, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. How are you today, sir? Alhamdulillah. All the better for seeing you. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And how are you? Alhamdulillah. Mashallah. It's been some time, eh? It has been, eh? Mashallah. <laughs> but uh, alhamdulillah, you're back in the studio. And of course, as I mentioned to the listeners, this evening is general medical questions. So what I need from them firstly is, of course, gender, age, and weight to be included into the question. And then, of course, as much details as possible, inshallah. I almost wanted to uh, ask Prof, isn't that uh, a, a, a Japan jersey? But I said, no, that's not, not, not really Japan. <laughs> I don't want to upset the listeners right now. But otherwise, you get a lot of callers about high blood pressure and all those things. But uh, yes, indeed, uh, we are talking general medical questions. And of course, I have Professor Carla here with me. Two <coughs> ways that you can do it. You can call us. 021-442-3530. Sometimes it's better if you call, especially if it's more details that uh, you need to convey to Professor. Otherwise, if you feel comfortable in sending us an SMS, do so. 47913. That's the number. But let's first go to the lines. Voice of the Cape. Salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. Doctor in Yusuf. Alaikum salam. Now, net voor het is praat. Daar speel iets achter. Ja, als je in die meedoet. Ja, nee, ook, ik, ik bid. Sorry, uh, af. Je, uh, dokter, ik wil niet graag vragen. Ik heb een moesje groots geven met ons recht of collectus. Mm-hmm. Nou, ik is op die dag. Mm-hmm. Empeladien, salazepeiren. Mm-hmm. En uh, van mijn koud kreeg iets nuttig ik vergeet kokkertjes. Maar wat ik graag wil zien, van uh, mijn pinus was bij je als wel. Mm-hmm. En ik dit de dokter... Kabalke, kabalke, bij je jong meisje dochter, mm-hmm. beautiful dochter, she already made me feel better, you know why? Mm-hmm. She changed my tablet, she put me on an ethanol, mm-hmm. and she put me on an ethanol half in the morning, half at night, and uh, and uh, half a virus a night in the morning, mm-hmm. and in the after midday, two virus a night, which is mm-hmm. eight days, 40, 40. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say, I really feel better because I told her, man, China is giving me a lot of problems. So I just wanted to ask, doctor, what do you ethanol and look? Because I really feel better. Okay, so better. the ethanol is basically what we call a beta blocker. What mean they? And it slows down the heart and it brings down the blood pressure. Okay. So it allows the heart to work a bit better. Okay. And the furosemide is a stronger water pill than mm. Reduc. Mm. But you see, what you need to understand is mm. that you need to restrict your fluid intake. Yeah. Really so, you see, when they give you the furosemide, if you think of a geyser, mm. then what they're doing, they're opening the hot water tap mm. so that the geyser can get empty. Mm. And then what you do sometimes is that you open the geyser from the top and you fill it up again then you're cancelling the effect of the furosemide. Do you understand? Yes, you did say so two you liters to, a day only. You need, only to, two liters. you need to reduce your fluid, okay? Yeah, only two, because I drink 10 cups a day already, yeah, yeah. so I don't do that. She mm. said 10, what's it, two liters a day. Maximum, I just maximum. To tell okay, and you I must remember very, every cup of tea is about two to 300 mils. Yeah, I don't want to do that So anymore. if you have 10 cups, then you're already taking three liters. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. So you need to I restrict your fluid, inshallah. But, but I'm very happy to hear that you're so much better, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, I want to say, she's a very young girl, Lovely. very ups. 
I hope she's listening. I hope she's listening and she can get the... Okay, lovely. Okay, wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Well, that's a plus for the young lady, eh? Beautiful, mashallah. Beautiful, I love that. Nice way to start the program this evening. And of course, as I said, the number is 021-442-3530, SMS line 47913. Let me get to those SMSs. Salam to Yusuf and Prof. I'm a 45-year-old female. My baby is 23 years old. And now, after all these years, we are expecting. Any advice, please? Shukran for offering your time for us, the community. May Allah reward you abundantly, inshallah. Inshallah. Amen. Amen. So how old is she now? Uh, she's 45. Okay, so you know, the problem that we see with older women falling pregnant is that you can get more congenital abnormalities in the baby. And one of the most important conditions is Down syndrome, potato. And, you know, in terms of the Down syndrome, there are tests that they can do uh, to see if the child will or not have Downs. And then the family needs to make a decision about whether they want to continue with the pregnancy or whether they want a medical termination. Mm. Uh, It's always a very difficult decision to make. And even with Down syndrome, you get varying degrees. So some children have a good life and others don't have such a good life. And it can be quite a burden on the family. But that's a personal decision no. that you need to make. But there are tests that are available. Right. So you need to be very carefully monitored. You may, from time to time, need to have certain blood tests, certain tests in the amniotic fluid to see if there's any abnormalities, spina bifida, various other things. Mm. And inshallah, you'll have a completely normal pregnancy inshallah. and everything will go fine and there shouldn't be any problems. In terms of the delivery, you know, you may even go and have an elective cesarean section so Mm. that everything is safe and, you know, Mm. nicely done. And inshallah, we wish you well with the pregnancy. Inshallah. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Can I just ask me the test that you're talking about for the uh, Down syndrome? Is it a once-off test or must yes, be Yes, no, 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 no. Generally, it's a once-off test. Once-off, right? right? Yes, so that yes, would be yes. an initial test then. And alhamdulillah, you know, they become so good at doing it that there's no, virtually no risks uh, any longer with the test. But, you know. All right, okay. So, inshallah, as you said, we wish the lady everything of the very best with the pregnancy, inshallah. Actually, very exciting news to you mm, mm, after 23 mm. years. Absolutely. Eh? They talk of a lot, Lamachi. This is really lot. That's my bayala. Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Amita Yusuf. I'm a 60 year old female, weighs 70, um, 76 kilograms. Lately, I've been getting a pressure pain right under my breastbone. I have a lung problem, alveolitis, always on. Predisone, antibiotics, any advice, Kanala? Shukran. Okay, so the question now is whether the pain is coming from the lung or from the covering of the lung, mm. which we call the pleura, mm. or whether it's coming from where the ribs are attached to the breastbone. Right. And again, one needs to examine the patient, one needs to do an x-ray, make sure everything is clear, and depending on what's causing the pain, inshallah, we can inshallah. treat it. No, no. So, you know, the alveolitis basically is telling you there's a problem in the lung itself. Right. And that often doesn't cause pain. Mm. So if there's pain, then it usually means it's the covering of the lung that is inflamed. We call it pleurisy. Right, right, right. Right? So one needs to work out, is this pleurisy or is it maybe even the heart, for example? Right. 
or is it coming from where the rib is attached to the breastbone? And most times it's coming from the rib attached to the breastbone. Inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. Right, let's go to the lines. The voice of... Uh, me, I can't take that guy. I don't <coughs> know what you're saying. If you do that, of course, the number is 021-442-3530. So let's go to our next one here. It says here, Salaam alaikum to Yusuf and Dr. Last year, first year that I'm suffering from hay fever. I'm a female, 57 year old, weighs 72 kilograms. What can doctor recommend? I've been sneezing and got a runny nose. That's what the person is saying. Okay, so you need to see your GP and he can give you some, uh, you know, uh, nasal sprays to use. Mm. Uh, And you can even use an antihistamine or allergex or something of that nature. It is the season, but with a lot of pollen around. And why it should happen for the first time at this age is very unusual because, you know, asthma, hay fever, eczema generally tend to start in childhood. Okay. So, for some reason, this patient is being sensitized to the pollen. Being targeted. Yeah, uh, and it's difficult to say why, potato. All right. All right. Uh, male, 21 years old, 82 kilograms. Salam Prof. and Yusuf, I have been researching, and I think I might have gynecomastia. How do I go about getting a Proper, uh, okay, it just ends there by proper, but I would think it would be a, a, a proper in either investigation or something like that. Okay, so you know, the minute you say gyne, then people think female, yeah, and obviously, we are talking in a sense because gynecomastia means a man having breast enlargement, okay. So when we find the breast enlargement, we've got to try and work out what is the cause. Very often the cause is due to some medication that the patient is taking because certain medications can actually cause gynecomastia. Mm. Another situation we see it is in people who drink a lot. So, you know, they get alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver and various other things, including gynecomastia. Obviously, if it's both sides, then it's less likely, but gynecomastia can be due to a cancer of the nipple of the breast itself and it doesn't only occur in females it can occur in males as well although it's much more common in females so you know these are the kind of uh, things that one is looking at Mm. oftentimes it's really a benign thing and sometimes we see it with obesity now this patient is 81 kilos so he's obviously overweight and then the fat deposits at certain places like over the abdominal girth and sometimes at the breasts, potato. Mm. So it may be just nothing to worry about. But right. I think the best is to go and see someone like your GP. Let him examine you carefully and right. just make sure that there's no problem. Mm. Uh, sometimes a tumor in the brain can actually secrete substances that cause the mammary glands to develop and grow. So, yeah, there's various causes and one needs to actually try mm. and work out what the cause is. And I'm sure if you did research on gynecomastia, yeah. you must have come across a lot of the causes that are described for it. Just one other question from my side. Mm-hmm. Hormones. Can the male hormones, maybe if there's something wrong, cause it? Very unusual, but the hormone that I'm thinking of would be coming from the brain and mm. it's called prolactin. Right. 
And, you know, oftentimes with that, you'll get not only gynecomastia, but you'll also get lactation. Right. Meaning? Meaning there's milk coming out of the breast. Right. 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 So, you know, one needs to spend a bit more time, I think. But Mm. oftentimes, just a good clinical examination will exclude many of the things that we've spoken about, inshallah. 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 Time for us to take a quick commercial break. Uh, Remember the number, 021-442-3530, SMS line 47913. Night Surgery is back with you, of course, and uh, with me, none other than our beloved Professor Kala. That is our resident doctor, and this evening is general medical questions, as we said. So, I'm um, going to our next one. It says, Salam, I'm a 57-year-old female, weighs 64 kilograms. I'm asthmatic and have hypertension. At the moment, I'm on a sinus zit, 300 milligrams. Ether bottle, 400, and emactin, 150. Then the person, that's all, that's all I got. That's all I have. Nothing more. So I don't know what the question is there, Prof. No, no I don't either. <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> um, so unfortunately for that person, uh, I cannot read any further because that's all that came through. Mm-hmm. And of course... Uh, Prophet doesn't have a question if to, to answer. Right, let's go to the next one. So we say after that, uh, 7911. 7911, please, if you'd like to resend it, but rephrase it. Because sometimes, I don't know why, for whatever reason, then uh, the what's name doesn't come through. I'll see, maybe, maybe it will come through just now. We will have a look at it, inshallah. Let's go to our next one. The next one reads as follows. Salam to all who are sick. Oh, no, no, that's a kid one message. Can you believe it now? Mouth, okay. Salam, doctor, could you tell me what to use to get rid of acne scarring and how to control metric exam stress? <laughs> Okay, so controlling matric exam stress is to sit on your buttocks and, and study. hit the midnight um, oil. <laughs> There's no shortcut to that. But so and that's coming from know, a professor, of course. And, you know, yeah, the more time you spend, the more confident you feel and the less stressful you become. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes, to you? The yes. stress comes in because you're worried that you don't know things. So... The way to overcome that is to try and cover as much as you can, inshallah. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and it's very difficult, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done. But right. you, because, you know, the most stressful students are those who, who tend to get the 80s and the 90s because yes. they won the 95s. Right, right, right. So it's difficult to say. And, you know, inshallah, you must just accept that you're going to be writing the exam, do your best. And hopefully your best will be good enough. No, no, inshallah. Uh, in terms of acne, it's a difficult problem. The best thing is to try and get something to control the acne. And the way to avoid the scars is to not scratch the acne uh, spots. Right. Because, uh, you know, the acne itself, once it heals, doesn't tend to leave scars. Mm. But if you scratch and so on, then you're going to end up with scars. And today there's a lot of good treatments for acne, and I think, you know, the best is to see a dermatologist, spend a bit of time with them. There's many different things that Mm. are available. Uh, But Alhamdulillah, it's very successfully treated today. 
Right. Okay, I uh, see that uh, 7911, the other part, came through now. So I'm going to read it from the start once again, Prof. Uh, so I'm I'm a 57-year-old female, weighs 64 kilograms, I'm asthmatic, and have hypertension. At the moment, I'm on isoniazid, 300 milligrams, and ethambutol. Ethambutol, yeah. Okay, She's got TB, or they're uh, preventing right, TB? As it goes. She's probably uh, got TB. All right, 150 uh, plural effusion TB. Hmm. The problem is that both my legs are numb and ice cold. Could it be from the TB tablets or mm. could it be that I developed diabetes, which I never had before? Okay, chances are it could be from the uh, TB treatment and the main one that is incriminated is the isodiazid. Right. And we always give the patients a vitamin tablet with the isodiazid, so she needs to check whether or not she is on it. The tablet is called pyridoxin. And it's there to prevent these symptoms that the patient is complaining about. So she needs to check. But, you know, usually they tend to give it together with that. All right. All right. Is that the common problem? Uh, it's a very common problem. Okay. Uh, and the way to overcome it is to supplement it with the other medication. All right. Okay. Um, just to tell the listeners, I don't want any more SMSs. I've got enough to keep Professor busy now. I'm on 157. That's the number. So... Nothing more. If 58, 158 comes in, unfortunately, I am not accepting it. And as I speak, the SMS runs over to 161 from 58. All right. Let's see what will happen. But 158, that was my cutoff uh, initially. My number, of course, uh, in the studio that we are going to leave for now because, as I said, I have so many SMSs, Prof, that I need to get through them. Otherwise, people will say they've seen the stuff and I never read them. So let me get to them, inshallah. The next one. Salam, doctor. Uh, and a female, 48, weighs 82 kilograms. Last month, my lower back was very sore when I got my head and my breast as well was sore. This month, the same, but my feet is also swollen now. Any advice, Kanala? Okay, so is there a relationship between all of this? Difficult to put the swelling of the feet into perspective with all of this, but mm. you know, the pain that she's complaining about is probably menstrual related because it's at the time of the menses. She's very obese, Buddha Yusuf, and she's putting a lot of strain on the back. Mm. So she needs to lose weight. It may also be because of that that the feet swell up. Okay because the veins are having difficulty pushing the blood back to the heart. Yeah. Uh, but obviously she needs to see her doctor to make sure that there aren't other causes for the swelling of the feet. All right. But I don't think the swelling of the feet has got the same relationship to the menstrual cycle as to the pain that she gets at that time. Okay. Salam, so a 67-year-old female, got throbbing feet, weighs 65 kilograms, on 50 milligrams thyroxine. That's all I've got. Okay, so throbbing of the feet is a very non-specific symptom, but mm. we need to know more detail about it. Uh, has it got anything to do with the altroxin that she's getting? Chances are not, because it's a very small dose that she's on. Uh, so again, you know, 
I think she needs to see a GP or the person who's treating her for the thyroid problem and let them examine her and just see if it is related or not. It's very difficult to be sure with Ezra. All right. Okay. And, of course, if you would like to make an appointment to go see Professor Carla, I'd uh, forgotten to give that number earlier and ask Ma for that. The number to dial is 21 40 You call that number to make an appointment and you can go see Professor Carla in his capacity as a rheumatologist. A rheumatoloog. I love that word. <laughs> Ever since you told me about it. Rheumatoloog. So anything to do with the joints, the muscles, the uh, bones, this is the man. 021-40-66-303. That's the number. Salam Bita Yusuf, a doctor. My wife is diabetic. Age 57, weighs 45. Sugar goes over 30. The feet always pain. Please explain. Shukran wassalam. Okay, so obviously she's not controlling the sugar, but if her sugar is 30, then there's something wrong. Mm. So she's obviously not getting the correct medication, and maybe she needs to be on insulin. And maybe the consequences in her feet are because of the diabetes that is uncontrolled. Mm. So, you know, she needs to be much more carefully monitored and much more uh, effectively treated. But the sugar is way out of control, and I'm sure that is causing all the problems that she's having in her feet. All right. Okay, uh, Prof, uh, just a reply from uh, the 45-year pregnant lady. Mm. She says, Salam, my sister was also 45 when she got pregnant with two, with the second baby mouth, and the last one is 23. Alhamdulillah, nothing wrong Alhamdulillah. with that baby. Very good, so very good. But I think it's still worthwhile to do the test. Right, inshallah. right, inshallah. Salam, doctor, I'm a 29-year-old female, hypertension, Sinoprin, 10 milligrams, newly diagnosed diabetic on glucophage, 500 grams. But since taking tablets, sugar stays below 4, even fasting tests. What do you suggest? Uh, yeah, that's all we've got. Ma, what yeah, do you suggest? You know, that's, we want the sugar to be that level. And as long as she's not getting confused, not getting dizzy, not getting palpitations, not sweating... That means the body is well controlled in terms of the sugar, and that's very good. Hmm. You know, if she should develop the symptoms we've mentioned, then it may be that we're giving her too much control of her sugar, and then we may need to reduce one of the tablets. Right. But at the moment, she's got ideal control, Buddha. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum, 47-year-old, weighs 94 kilograms, have breast cardosa or caosa, uh, when two days for my three chemo, chemo. now tummy is very painful and look very big and swollen. Please help. Can me just read that again? 47 year old, weighs 94 kilograms. Uh, I wonder if it isn't breast cancer and it wasn't written out properly here because it's CA and then OSA, yeah. so yeah, it could well, be cancer. Probably, yeah. um, when today for my three chemo now tummy is very painful and looks very big and swollen please help Kanala. okay so you know i think this is the sort of thing that she must discuss with the oncologist who has obviously started on some therapy we don't know what treatment she's on what she received 
And it may be a side effect of the medication. I'm not sure, but Ayruf. Mm. But the best would be to speak to her oncologist. And I'm sure they'll be able to put her mind at ease, inshallah. Inshallah. The number, of course, if you'd like to speak to Professor yourself, it's 021-442-3530. We can take a call or two if you'd like to speak to Prof. Assalamu alaikum. I'm a 38-year-old. I have wind-breaking problem. I'm forever farting. Okay, so you're obviously eating a lot of things that produce air within the gastrointestinal tract, and the kind of things that do that, potato uh, are beans and uh, onions, and those kind of things. Mm. <coughs> so you know you need to check your diet. There is a medication available. It's called a charcoal tablet, and what it does is it absorbs the gas within the abdomen and uh, hopefully that will prevent you from farting so much mm -hmm. not you uh, yeah shukran <laughs> shukran yeah. shukran for clearing that one bro. Uh, you make me feel better for clearing that one yeah salam choice of words <laughs> eight seventy four i know seventy one mouth seventy one female weighs sixty Kilograms have weak arms and hands. Do have pain from the shoulders. Okay, so now the question is whether the weak arms are due to the pain in the shoulders or whether there's two separate processes going on. But uh, you know, the one is the weakness, and the other problem may be the pain in the shoulders. Mm. And again, one needs to unfortunately examine the patient to see what's going on. Chances are it's coming from the shoulders. How old is she? Um, the person said 60. 60. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mop, mop, mop. 71. She weighs 60. Okay. She's 71 so, years old. So she may, you know, she may also be suffering from a condition that we see in older people that causes joint pain, especially in the shoulders and the hips. Mm. And it's called polymyalgia rheumatica. And it responds very well to cortisone tablets, prednisone. Mm. Mm. So I think she needs to see a doctor. A doctor needs to do a blood test, uh, mainly to check if there's inflammation. So we do the ESR or the CRP. And if those are elevated, then she might require prednisone treatment and she'll feel much, much better, inshallah. Inshallah. Will that also be the cause of the weakness, uh, as the person explained? You know, the weakness is a bit of a problem. Mm. And one needs to examine the patient and see how much is real weakness and how much is related to the pain. Okay. Right. Prof. So um, I got the birth control implant for about six months now, but I had no problems with my menstrual periods. But I've been bleeding for almost a month continuously now. What can it be? Okay, so... The main thing that it could be is that your your progesterone levels are low and maybe you need a progesterone tablet. But I would suggest you go and see your gynae, you know, the gynae you put in the birth control device. And I'm sure they'll be able to see what's going on. They'll be able to do blood tests to measure your different hormone levels. And then they'll probably put you onto progesterone. Mm. And if it doesn't get better, then she may actually need what we call a DNC, but I have to see what's happening in the endometrium, which is the lining within the uterus. Right. And you know, the bleeding is usually because that lining is being shed. 
So we need to look into that. All right, right. all right. Time for us to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, of course, I still have those SMSs for Professor Kala. Number was four seven, not once. It still is, but I said no more SMSs. So let me not give the number. Night surgery it is, of course, with uh, Professor Kala in attendance, and it's general medical questions. We have a host of SMSs still to go through, inshallah. Professor Kala, of course, will be attending to it. And, uh, of course, if you'd like to see Professor Kala in his uh, capacity as a rheumatologist, the number 21 4066303, that's the number on the code 021 to make an appointment. However, Prof is here, I'm here, SMSs are here, let's go. Assalamu alaikum, Prof Amta Yusuf. Uh, could doctor explain what is gout and what causes it, Kanala? Underneath my feet and heel, very painful. And the person says, 68 years old. Okay, so, you know, the, the, the symptoms that the patient is describing are not gout. Mm. But uh, if you want to know what gout is, gout is basically uh, an acute arthritis, which often affects the first toe, the big toe. Right. For reasons that we don't fully understand, but it's due to the uric acid in the blood being very high. Pulled up. Is it a buildup of? Or it's a it buildup of uric acid. Right. So the buildup of uric acid could either be because the body is producing too much uric acid. Mm-hmm. Or because the body is not getting rid of enough uric acid. Okay. Do you follow? Right. And the body's got a wonderful mechanism, as we've spoken about before, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. of homeostasis, yes. where it maintains things within a range. Right, right. And the minute it gets above that range, then the uric acid forms a crystal. Ah. So what is a crystal? A crystal is like salt, a grain of salt or a grain of sugar. That's a crystal. And when you get the crystal in the body, then the body will react to it and you get acute inflammation. Right. So that is gout. Right, right. So acute inflammation, we can say, maybe at the tip of the big toe. Generally speaking, that's the commonest area, but it can affect any joint, any joint in the body. So so, uh, just on this one, uh, underneath Mm -hmm. my feet and heel, very painful. That's not a feature of gout. Uh Gout causes acute pain in the joint and swelling and redness. And, you know, the foot gets so sore that you can't even put the bed sheet over the foot because it hurts so much. Okay, that is gout. Right. But this burning and so on under the feet is not gout. But it's all right. So, I'm doctor. I'm a 56-year-old woman. The weigh 66 kilograms. Medication, Pirenda, Estrofem, Lexin, Migron, uh, Prednisones, Ventix, and Pecotide. Yeah, Pecotide pumps was diagnosed at Grudeskir with arterial meningitis. Please explain what is this and what causes it. With what? It's arterial mouth. Arterial meningitis, it says here. Can't be what it is. Yes, it says here, arterial meningitis. (laughs) I really don't know what Mm. they're talking about. Mm. Mm. 
Meningitis is in the brain. Right. Know? And atrial, I'm not sure what atrial is. So I'm afraid I can't answer the question. All really, right. So that really uh, for the person, 6143, as you heard Prof saying, Prof don't know what atrial meningitis is, never heard of it because it's, uh, it's not something that is not, not making professor. sense to me. All you? right. So inshallah, I will allow that one. Uh, if you'd like to maybe just explain a little better, the number 6143, I'll allow that one to send us another one, inshallah. Yeah, you know, the best is to speak to the doctor who made the diagnosis, uh, you know, uh, at the time when you went to see that person. Right, I mean, right. You know, they're the ones who know exactly what they're dealing with. Sure, today. sure, sure, sure. So anyway, inshallah. Inshallah. So they are. Uh, speak to the doctor. Prof says 6143. If you'd like to, then rather speak to the doctor that made the diagnosis of arterial meningitis, which is unknown to our professor here. Salam, doctor. What does radiation treatment do to your body if you have cancer? Okay, so... <coughs> You know, basically what it does is it destroys the cells and particularly the cancer cells, but it tries to kill them. Mm. And today, alhamdulillah, you know, we're so sophisticated with the delivery of the radium treatment uh, that it generally doesn't cause any major problems. But, you know, what is radium? Radium causes burning and so on, so you can get side effects in the skin and stuff. But really, the doses that they're using are very well developed and monitored and so on. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That, alhamdulillah, generally speaking, there's no real side effects, Brazil. But it's destroying cells. The chances are that it can sometimes destroy normal cells and make them abnormal. Please please explain that. Uh. Well, you know, Brazil, I don't know if you can remember uh, the Hiroshima story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that but was the, the atom bomb. That's yeah, right. The right. atom bomb is nuclear. And uh. when we're giving radiation, we're giving nuclear t- treatment. Okay. So we're destroying the cells. So what happened in Hiroshima is people started developing leukemias and so right. on. Hair falling out, uh. various other things. Uh. And that's because of radiation. Right. Right. That's why there's so much antagonism to developing a nuclear plant for electricity. Right, right. Because that is nuclear radiation. And that's what we're doing to the cancer. And just hoping that it doesn't affect the normal tissue and it just confines itself to the cancer tissue. Those are the difficulties. No guarantee though. Alhamdulillah, I think today and, you know, next time you have uh, Dr. Parker, Parker, inshallah, you can go into more detail. I'm sure he'll be able to explain to you better. But today, alhamdulillah, the machines are very, very sophisticated, Bidesov. And uh, it's amazing what they can do, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Uh, just uh, on that, uh, Prof, I've also heard uh, somebody once sent us a uh, uh, mail also to say that besides the chemo, the, the other treatment that they go for, where they uh, get the injection, that uh, at times they find that that also uh, has side effects. I'm, I'm talking about... Uh, the chemo is the one, and of course the other one, where radiation, the, oh, would that be the radiation one, the one no, that you inject? No, Which one is the one no. that you inject? The one that you inject, I'm not sure, but there's so many different things. Okay. And, you know, chemo is often given by injection as well. Right. Depend on whether it's a drip or an injection. Uh. 
but it's going into the blood. So it's the same thing. Eh? There's various things, but you know, now recently we've developed what we call monoclonal antibodies, which mm-hmm. are very highly specific uh, treatments, and they target the cancer cells specifically. Right, right. So these are all different modes of therapy. But I'm sure, you know, inshallah, when you do have the oncologist yes, on again, inshallah. Maybe you can go into those issues. I'll most definitely get uh, Dr. Parker back here again, inshallah, to explain some of these things to our respected listeners, inshallah. Um, Salam, I'm 26. I did get my period September, October, going on on for three months now. I'm married, and that's all I got. I'm married. Okay. okay, so, you know, again, you need to see a gynae and they need to sort it out because, again, you know, very effective treatments today, but as if mm. nobody should be bleeding continuously for three months. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's not, it's it's really not necessary, but as if. Right, right, right. Salam, Professor. My 39-year-old son told my uh, specialist... My 39-year-old son told by specialists, red cells smaller than normal. Please, what does this mean? Okay, so it probably means very little. We need to know what was the hemoglobin. But there is a condition called sickle cell disease, which, you know, causes the red cells to be a bit smaller. Hmm. And most times, you know, it causes an anemia, which we pick up when we do the blood count. Uh, and uh, most times, you know, it's a coincidental finding, but right. But it can run in families and so on. So it's nothing serious, but it can be serious, especially if the cells become fragile and they break up. Hmm. Okay. If that should happen, what can what can they result into? Well, they can result in tiredness and a bit of yellowness, the yellowness of the eyes, hmm. and some of those sort of hmm. things. And sometimes, you know, the cells, because they're abnormal shape, don't flow nicely through the arteries, mm. and they can cause a blockage, so you can okay. get those kind of problems okay. as well. Yeah. So you get bigger problems because of that. Sometimes, yeah. Inshallah. Yeah. Uh, don't want to say inshallah. We don't, <laughs> want that. we don't want that. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this. Back with you with uh, the last segment of our program, and that's of course night surgery with none other than the respected uh, almost said Sheikh. I don't know why I wanted to say Sheikh. No, it's not <laughs> Sheikh that's here this evening. It is our specialist. That's Professor Carla that's here with us. Of course, this is the number once again: oh two one four oh double six three zero three. 021-4066303. That is the number if you'd like to. Go see Professor Kala as a rheumatologist in his private capacity, in his private surgery. Call the number 021-40-66-303 to make an appointment. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Yusuf and Professor. <laughs> Let me tell you what's written here. Assalamu alaikum, Yusuf and Profi. 69-year-old, weighs 86 kilograms. Diabetic. Hypertension, arthritis. Prof, my sugar under control, but my feet on top feels tight. Can I massage it with, uh, and with what ointment can I use? I'm also a patient of yours, 
but I always forget to tell the doctor of my feet. Shukran. Okay, so, you know, if the feet are feeling tight, the question is whether the skin is getting tight because of swelling or something like that. And mm-hmm. again, one needs to examine the patient. Mm-hmm. In terms of ointments that you can use, probably deep heat is the best thing, otherwise some Voltaren gel. But the next time you come to the clinic, then speak to the doctor and let them see what's going on. And mm-hmm. then, inshallah, we can hopefully sort out the problem. Just a question, hypertension or arthritis, can any of those actually cause the swelling? Yeah, look, hypertension can cause the swelling if it causes heart failure or kidney failure. Okay, okay. So, I mean, one needs to see, you know, is there actually swelling? What is actually going on? Uh, 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 And uh. it's very difficult, you know, to be sure, I mean... Uh, it sounds as if the skin is getting tight, so right. only reason would be from swelling of the foot. And diabetes, would, could it do that? Also? Again, only if it's causing heart failure heart or failure kidney once failure. Again, right? All right. yeah. Prof, believe it or not, this is your last question for this evening. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Badeza. You're welcome. Uh, it's almost like uh, Dr. Abdul Rawit the other night. <laughs> When I came to the last one, he forgot his mic was on. He said, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> 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 he asked me, Is it, was that on air? You tired them out. But oh, of course. Of course. No, no, I'm not tired. It's, it's a little listener. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I'll ask a question for you, Prof. Salaam alaikum to Yusuf and Professor. Mm-hmm. Salam. I'm 56 years old. I weigh 104. That's my, very heavy. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My knee is cracking as I walk and foot is very sore. Mm-hmm. Pins and needles under my foot. Knee very sore. Have a standing job. Knee worry me a lot. I need an appointment, please. I'm going for Umrah, December. What can I do? Lose weight, Patricia. <laughs> And did you say she's diabetic? Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know if it's a you or she, mm-hmm. but it uh, doesn't say anything about diabetic. Mm-hmm. It just says 56 year old and mm-hmm. weighs 104. Okay, so you're not obviously very overweight, Patricia, and putting a lot of strain on the joints, mm-hmm. especially in the lower limbs. In terms of the knee, you know, it's difficult to be sure. They're not telling us anything about swelling. Nothing, nothing. So, in the absence of swelling, we don't think there's any form of arthritis. And it may all be fibrositis. Uh, right. So, depending on what you find, the cortisone injection might be very useful. Otherwise, you may need to take tablets, uh, right. you know, to sort out the problem. Right. Uh, Inshallah. Uh, I, I need an appointment. Well, the number is 21 Time is five minutes to, which means I still have time. Let me go to another one that just slips through. Salam, Dr. Mbita Yusuf, alaikum salam. I'm a 47-year-old female, weighs 85 kilograms with a swollen left knee. That's a left knee. What is the cause of that? Okay, how old would I be? 47-year-old. 47. And 85 kilograms. So again, you know, quite overweight, I think, at 85 and one knee that is swollen in a 47-year-old patient, that would be unusual. Mm. 
So one is starting to think of gout or rheumatoid arthritis or something like that. You know, we generally don't diagnose osteoarthritis in a person under 50 years of mm. age. Right. So again, one needs to, I think, <coughs> spend a bit more time, examine the patient. You may need x-rays. You may need blood tests. You may need to put a needle and take out the fluid from mm. the swollen knee. So I think quite a lot of work that needs to be done before you can actually say what is going on. Okay, all right. So you would say once again, go see the... Yeah, I think, you know, the best place to start is with your GP, Brezov, uh, uh. and let him examine you. He might do some initial blood tests that will give us some ideas, you right, know. Right, right, right. Put you onto an anti-inflammatory. It may all settle. Mm. And then there's nothing further that needs to be worried about. If it's going on for more than six weeks, then obviously we're a bit more concerned. Right. And then we may need to look further into it. Uh, Four minutes to. I don't know, but time seems to to stand still when you're busy. So I've got one more for you, Prof. And uh, this is just uh, a correction a person sending because a person sent us one earlier saying, Salam, 26-year-old, I did get... And now this one says, I didn't get my period, September, October, going for three months now, uh, I'm married. So the person didn't get periods for September, October, and it's going for three months now, the person says. What do you think, Patricia? Pregnancy test? <laughs> You're a good doctor. No, no, not really. I'm taking a chance. Yeah, look, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind, isn't mm. it? And if she wants to be falling pregnant, then inshallah she will be pregnant. Otherwise, one needs to look at the cause. And again, I think a gynae would be the best person. Right, right. Okay, uh, with that, uh, yeah, one last thing that came through. Please explain what gout, I think Prof. explained that already. What is gout? The uric acid needs to be tested. And I'm not not going to go into that one. Very good. (laughs) Very good. It might sound as if I know what I'm talking about, (laughs) taking a chance here. Prof., (laughs) shukran very much. Once again, it's been an absolute blast, an absolute pleasure to have you back here with me. Hopefully, I'll have you next week again. Inshallah. Inshallah, because it's, you know, I I, I have these withdrawal symptoms (laughs) if you're not around. And the other doctors, they suffer with me when I have these symptoms. Only joking. But, but yes. Alhamdulillah, nice variety. But yes, Alhamdulillah. Uh, that's from head to toe. toe, toe, toe. Yes, uh, head right up to the big toe, that is. <laughs> right, <laughs> right up to right. The, the big toe. Eh? Inshallah, Prof. Inshallah. All the very best. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide and protect you, inshallah. inshallah. And grant you all the khayr, rizq, barakah in your inshallah, life. Man. All the health and strength. And Allah must keep you strong so that you can be around for a long, long time still, inshallah. 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 Uh, as I said, I want to see even less hair. Eh? <laughs> 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 Only joking. No inshallah, until we speak again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our resident doctor, Professor Kala, leading us now. But just a reminder, if you would like to make an appointment to go see Professor Kala, as the rheumatologist, is specialist, uh, of course, a prof is a specialist, a rheumatologist, then the number is 021-4066-303. 021-4066-303 to make an appointment to go and see the specialist, Professor Kala.